Get cereal. Oh my stars, it's get cereal. Dumbledore dies. Get cereal. I'm not the breakfast show you asked for, but the breakfast show you needed. Hello, hello, you are listening to Get Cereal. This is Ben, Vicky, and Mason. And today we're going to be talking about what are you secretly obsessed with? Well, what are we secretly obsessed with? And we're doing some two-minute shitty job reviews. And what gig would you like to hire Lindsay Lohan for? So get your ideas early on 0427 767 767 or... 0427 pop pop. <laughs> or text in at sin.org.au. Some smooth sounds in the mornings for elevator <laughs> 80s music, our <laughs> local feature of the year last year. Anyone who was just in an elevator was transported back to the 80s just then. And or if you to weren't in an elevator, elevator. Yeah, if you weren't in an elevator, you're transported to an elevator, which then transported you to floor 80s. Ooh, that's <laughs> so a tall building. A lot further to travel if you weren't in an elevator. If you were in an elevator, wasn't far, just 30 years backwards. <laughs> wow. You're an 80s baby, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know it. Let's start with today, Ben. What are you secretly obsessed with? Well, I've got many secret obsessions, most of them about myself. <laughs> I will not That's not you. that secret. Oh, okay. I've had you in here for one day and I already know that you're obsessed with yourself. Is it just so... because I put up reflective surfaces all around the studio? So <laughs> in the past six months, my eyes. haven't you just like grown into it like a leather fetish? Wearing your leather jacket in every occasion possible. Ben, you're so obsessed with yourself, you make me wear a mirror ball suit so you can see yourself. <laughs> it's mostly... It's it mostly, chafes, Ben. It, it chafes. Would, it would help if you guys would just put on Ben masks for the rest <laughs> of the episode. Which but that's true. Strangely enough, look like Guy Fawkes masks. <laughs> I do uh, have the same facial hair. He, he was lucky, Guy Fawkes, that he had facial hair that makes for a good mask. Really? I think he looks a bit like Wolverine. <laughs> but that was pre-fire after it was just all singed off. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yes, my one of the secret obsessions that I would, I would divulge for you all listeners this morning... Is making Ben masks of various facial expressions. No, I thought that was your obsession. It is. I'm like, how does Ben look surprised? Mason, come here. <laughs> Who did I give the surprise mask to? Yeah, it's a, quite a lot of effort to change uh, facial expressions that way. <laughs> Some would say elaborate. Mm. No, but I've been, been recently fascinated with signage. Really? Okay. Mm. Where's this going? I got a label maker. No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I love label makers. I, I've just, just been wandering around places like shopping malls and the like. Yeah. And seeing signs that catch my eye with weird phrasing. <laughs> so uh, so one that I noticed recently in the in the guys' toilets was just <laughs> a simple a simple sign above the children's stall yeah. that just said child toilet. And like <laughs> children's oh, Like you know how they've got the the urinals and yeah. then there's often a lower No, urinal. enlighten me. <laughs> yeah, for for female listeners they might not be familiar with this. I'm not even familiar with this. What kind of what kind of places are you going to? Where do you at a, at a regular supermarket toilet. Uh, not supermarket, but like, you know, shopping mall. <laughs> Aisle seven toilets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so they've got the regular standard urinal height stalls. And then they've got often to one side a lower one for kids and whatnot. How are you, how are you not familiar <laughs> with this? <laughs> I'm not. Where do you pee? Seriously. 
Yes, Mason. That's All right, in so the bushes. I'm obsessed with peeing in bushes. I Mason's secret obsession is not noticing I, where he is. I feel like I'm all of a sudden my whole life has been a hallucination for that extra toilet. I'm secretly obsessed with walking around with my eyes closed. <laughs> no, so, yeah, often there's one on the end. And it seems pretty obvious that it's the child's toilet, but it makes me think the fact that they had to label it is causing me some worry. It's like, what, I've heard was, some what was someone using it for? People misusing the urinal. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Like, as in sitting down on it rather than <laughs> doing it. So they couldn't think it was like some sort of it was like a like very, bidet. Oh, my gosh. Like, like, is it a bidet? Yeah. 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 Some kind of major cultural difference there yeah. or something. They think it's like a river or something. <laughs> oh, that's bad. And the other one that I, uh, I noticed recently at a, a jewellery place, I guess they were offering to buy your... Uh, your unused gold. But, <laughs> but the sign said... Doubloons? We we buy your unwanted gold. Unwanted was the word that, ah. that they used. I'm like, who's got unwanted gold? <laughs> like, why are all these... Smog. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck, you know you've got millions upon millions of doubloons. Exactly. It, it conjures up this image of... It's like a king or something yeah. sitting atop his golden throne. I've got to quickly liquidate this Kuwaiti bullion now yeah, that the I'm, Gulf War is over. Like, oh, what am I going to do with my treasure room? <laughs> oh, good thing there's this stall in the mall that's selling, that's buying un- unwanted gold. <laughs> Sounds more like if you're wanting to launder like your blood diamonds or something. <laughs> I've seen some interesting signage lately, Ben. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, I was driving around through a school district. And a sign <laughs> As alerted you're known me. To yes, <laughs> cruising if they will. Was the sign that interested you, Vicky? Go away. <laughs> yes. Stop riding dirty. It said, and I was like, stop trying to catch me riding dirty. Mm. And then I was like, wait, guys, I've got an idea for a song, and that's how it came about. Anyway, no, it was a sign that said, "Slow children play here." <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I've seen some awesome things lately at IKEA as well. Um, the new designer of their napkins. I think that Coldplay has fallen on hard times. Have you not seen this? I haven't spent a lot of time (laughs) examining IKEA's napkins, no. I was like, who is the mastermind behind these amazing napkins? Were they folded into little Coldplay Chris Martin origamis or something? Very close. No, the designer is Chris Martin. Oh. (laughs) It says Flawflamlumin napkins, as As everything in in IKEA is called. Yeah, it happens to be. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I assume <laughs> it could just be uh, Coldplay's new unpronounceable album. Milo's I Loto <laughs> was, was, was really a Swedish uh, IKEA, you know, name. I was thinking it's not a big crossover to think that Chris Martin has just started working for IKEA. I think we stumbled upon something. <laughs> They're both massive keyboard mashers when it comes to naming <laughs> things. And all these products were all yellow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, but the napkins have become um, designed by Chris Martin. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's, I know. it's not as quite. Uh, impressive is when you see J-Lo's perfume or something. No. Like Chris Martin who's gone into into napkin business. I think we've inadvertently stumbled across uh, Vicky's obsession now. Just uh, Chris Martin. No. <laughs> it's uh, people that mash on keyboards to name their products. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think that's the entirety of the Swedish language? That's right. They, I'm like, wow, those Swedes have got this down. You just looked at the Swedish dictionary and it was like, none of these words make any sense. They obviously just got monkeys on typewriters to write this thing. <laughs> well, no, my accidental learning curve is my phone tells me for some reason it used to belong to someone else. Every day it teaches me a new word in Spanish. What, because you think your previous owner was 
Mexican or something. I have no idea. Every morning about 5 a.m. it goes ding, and it's like your word of the day is Corazon. Oh, it like means it's, head. It's got an app or something on it. Yeah, there, it must it? do. That sends me alerts every day, my Spanish word of the day. So this has become your little obsession is to secretly learn Spanish. I'll let you know my secret obsession after our next track. All right. <laughs> here we go. It's Jonathan Boulay with this song is called Ragged here on Get Serial. We're talking about our secret obsessions this morning. And I'm about to share my deep, dark, secret obsession. Except that it's not that secret. I think that Ben is well aware of this and frequently asks me about it. I'll probably be surprised by it yet again, though. Really? Mm. Okay. I'm just... What's the word? I can't even think of the word. Driving myself up is not it. <laughs> psyching psyching oh, okay. myself up. No, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> driving myself, though. <laughs> I drive myself regularly, but that is not my I think Mason decision. was yesterday's show we were talking about things that we'd have to give up when we got into a relationship. Driving himself was what Mason <laughs> mentioned. All right. Well, I'm, I'm fully jived, so let me divulge. <laughs> um, my secret obsession is listening to former sinners Hamish and Andy, um, their very first Subway song. Do you want to explain what that was? Well, during one of their segments when they were in America, they made a musical version of two people having a conversation on the subway. And I thought it was so hilarious that the first time I ever heard it, I was waiting for Ben at the airport. Is this where two large people are fighting over what seat it is? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just listened to it over and over because I think it's the funniest conversation that's ever occurred in the world. Hey, hey get off my seat. That's the one. Hey, what you doing? Oh, man, so good. I can't believe that ever happened, that two people were that unreasonable and then someone said it to music. I was like, why isn't all music like this? Why are people writing songs? The world is full of gold. Why aren't all... Unmined con- gold. <laughs> unwanted gold. Or why aren't all conversations set to music like this? <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe right. we could all jive ourselves just a little <laughs> more if that were the case. I think that if we just jived our conversations a little, <laughs> there's unwanted gold being sold around the world. So, so how often are you listening to this track? I would say within this week. It's been a bad week, Ben. It's been a tough week. We've been on air. It's like, is that why it's so hard? Because you have to get up at 4am or something? Uh, yeah, I have to get up at 4am. I'm entertaining you on a daily basis. I don't know how, <laughs> how bad this week could have been. I got romantically rejected. Is that cause for... Quick, to the Hamish and Andy song. Yeah, it's like, salve my wounds, amusing <laughs> conversations. And does that, uh, that does that heal all when you chuck that track on? It's a, it's Sevlon. It's Sevlon oh, okay. to my emotional And then once you start soul. gaining your confidence back, you just walk strutting down the street going, ah, 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 stay in a jive, stay, stay in a jive. jive. That's so funny, actually. First song. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was crossing the road this morning because it's 4 a.m. I was like, I live, I, was, I told this yesterday. And you crossed and that the road is the song I sang. As I was crossing the road this morning, mm. loving my life. And then you got hit by a truck walk. and it was very ironic. And then yet to listen to the song again. Yeah. <laughs> Be cool. You've just had your ears wrapped around Three Cool Cats by The Basics. You're listening to Get Serial with Ben, Vicky and Mason. Three Cool Cats in the studio right now. <laughs> oh. And if you wanted to be our fourth cat, you can text us on 0427 767 767. Oh, you've forgotten about our um, executive producer sulking in the corner, Um, (laughs) Stephen Jones. He's more of a fish, if anything. (laughs) A wolf amongst the hens, even. That's my new um, sitcom, Three Cool Cats and a Fish. (laughs) 
Uh, but we were talking about obsessions and... We've, we've come up to Mason. What's your um, secret obsession? I've realised over the course of the past couple of days is that I know all about both of your lives. <laughs> so where your secret obsession? Possibly. <laughs> I do have my shrine set up in the... In, don't talk about the shrine. <laughs> and uh, because these guys do a podcast that's been going for over, what, three, four years You're now? Almost four. I think nearly four. Mm. Yeah. And I've listened to every episode at least three times. Really? Yep. I haven't even listened you to them that to many times. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, I wanted to dumb it down. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, yes, I know what a spaghetti cormorant is. And uh, all <laughs> See, these I other in-jokes that no listeners will understand. I laughed. I laughed because I think it's a joke that we made many years ago. I was like, ha, ha, ha. What great comedians I, I remember, we are! I but I have no idea it. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love going back and not realizing, realizing how hilarious you were in the past, or like how past people were better than you. What? No, you. Which know, people like in you, the past are better than us? No, like how, Benjamin I think, Franklin. I think what he's trying to say is that we've slightly improved over the years. Oh, but he I said he it meant, in a really awkward way, implying that we may, may have been different people three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was like, I like to go back to your podcast and compare you to other figures in history. Oh, okay. Like, are they funnier? Than Napoleon. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Are they funny well, than Galileo? to the same height as Napoleon, so clearly <laughs> they must have some same personality traits. Nikolai yeah. Tesla is quite the comedian on the side, you'll be surprised to know. I did read his scriptures. They were. <laughs> his scriptures? The timing was perfect. It's not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think other people don't write scriptures. I think outside of like Moses and Jesus, you just write books. I've did written, he write the scriptures I've before scriptures. or after he fell in love with that pigeon? Which pigeon? Well, they were during. That's what made him so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> no, go on. Why? Did Who's the pigeon? No, Tesla was the guy who originally invented the light bulb and did all these crazy no, experiments well, and stuff. He, yeah, he, yeah he he's the... A- kind of mad scientist guy. He, yeah, he closer invented. towards um, the end of his life, he fell in love with a pigeon and wrote it a poem. Oh, haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that segment of my life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Cue um, when doves cry. <laughs> because but, he didn't fall in love with them. Yeah, but um, <laughs> maybe we should go to Helen for you. Just think of it as cue in for you. Here on Get Zero with Ben, Vicky and Mason. A little bit of vitriol from Blue Juice. <laughs> Jet Zero, Ben, Vicky and Mason. And no vitriol from Mason towards us. The Mason... opposite of vitriol, if you will. <laughs> Love. Yeah, I was like, Say my vitriol? Say my cast. Mason has just revealed that he is, in fact, obsessed with me and Ben and knows everything about our lives. I feel like we should ask him questions about us and see For if testing? he knows. Yeah. How many fingers do I have? Eight. Oh, he's good. Oh, wow. Wow, he's only two off. Well, thumbs on fingers. Yeah, what are we counting? I say thumbs are fingers. Let's not get into this. Let's call the whole thing off, my friend. He's not counting my extra fingers on my feet. Yeah, that's what exactly. And your uh, nipple eye. Uh, he I forgot about talk about the eye. <laughs> he forgot about this one. Went to market mark two. <laughs> oh, the, the piggy's revenge. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. Angry birds don't steal my uh, toe name. <laughs> All right, so Mason, what's a question about me that I can ask Mason? Well, I'm just wondering, like, now that he's on radio with us, will he be listening to these episodes regularly as well? Will he become, will there be some kind of meta obsession with yourself? Yeah. I think it's like when you meet your stars and there's just like a lack of... Ooh. Or like when You'll be disappointed falls. from now on. Just like they're actual people. We've been they're tarnished. Not only do we not stack up to Galileo Galilei, we've been tarnished by proximity. <laughs> by real life. Well, I think you should be flattered yeah. by that. That's the first time you've ever been called a real person. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say this is the first time you've ever been tarnished. I was like, no. Ben, you know me better than that. We're all <laughs> obsessed with me. We know I'm regularly tarnished. Sure, sure. All, all, that, all that bronzing has to rub up some, <laughs> some way. 
I wouldn't listen back to myself. I think that's the main point you have to take into consideration. We were going to edit you out anyway. I was going to say, it's yeah, not going to make much good. sense without your asides. It would be like um, the existentialist anyway. Garfield. <laughs> I would just I be like, I'll be, I'll just be like, they get rid of, I think they get rid of all the Garfield. It's just John speaking to himself yeah. and Jonah. Yeah, that's amazing. So it would just be like Ben and Vicky and blank. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm liking this. It will be just us laughing to a little bit of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not uncommon either. So I don't think people will not buy that that's what's going on. Replace me with um, cricket noises. <laughs> yeah, what am I talking about? would never laugh at Mason. That, that never happened. <laughs> but uh, text in 0427-767-767 about your own obsessions. We've got the news coming up, but then after that, we've got the 7 o'clock hour. Lovers in the parking lot by Solange Knowles off her EP True here on Get Serial. The Knowles, it sounds more like a finger muscle. (laughs) (laughs) You have to work at that one a little bit. (laughs) A a phalange reference for anyone slow on the uptake this morning. Phalanges. I have been not studying muscles this morning. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're the wonder one phalange man. Yeah, maybe maybe a single phalange is called a phalange. (laughs) One phalange to rule them all. One phalange, two phalange, three phalange, four. (laughs) And now in the seven o'clock hour, we are talking reviews. And so those of you who are familiar with the show would know that we often do two-minute movie reviews. Uh, But now we're going to do a little something for the students in the audience. I don't know why I got sexy voice for that. Hello, students. students. (laughs) Well, movies have been reviewed from the dawn of movies. Like ever since the first movie came out, people are like, I'll go review that so other people don't have to see it. So, <laughs> an untapped market people for People who don't have time to actually watch movies can still pretend that they saw it. Yeah, them. it's the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> so, what else could we give you the Cliff Notes version of? Well, this morning, we'll give you... Never had this shitty job, uh, student experience, went straight to work, parents supported you, everyone else is like, oh, being a student is so hard, all these terrible jobs I've had to do, and you're like... Because you're half cricket, well, don't have to worry about that anymore. Yes, we will be reviewing our jobs we had as teenagers and we'll try and do it in around two minutes. Momentary sidebar. So you don't have to live through those jobs. Do you find it amusing that the world's most boring sport shares the name with the insect that supplies the sounds for boringness? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem like a coincidence. Ten points to you, Vicky. Thank you. Uh, so are we going to get into one now? Or yeah, I will start. And I used to work at a pizza restaurant. And Briefly. The anyone, briefest of moments. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen you, candles burn for longer than you worked <laughs> there. So I don't know if you've got a uh, stopwatch ready, but are we, we good to go? Hang on. I've got to get our stopwatch ready. Yes. I've got a timer here. All it's right. all right. In three, two, two one. one. Go. When I was about 15, I used to work at the pizza shop. And let me tell you, that might sound like a dream job, free pizza, or you can eat pizza, pizza all around. That was wrong. Incorrect. You go there, first day, the boss is like, hey, Ben, do you want a pizza at the end of your shift? Of course I want a pizza. This is why I came here. It's a pizza restaurant, my friends. And at the end of the day, I walk home with my pizza and about $7.50 less out of my paycheck. (laughs) That's right. They made me pay for my small pizza on the first day of my shift and many subsequent days after that, which as earning only about $9 an hour, that was like (laughs) 58 minutes of, of work that I had to exchange for that pizza. Not worth it. Now, what else? Maybe I could answer the phone. I'm not really a phone kind of guy, but I'll do it anyway. (laughs) Everyone who orders pizza is apparently crazy. (laughs) They all all call up, yell at you, kids are screaming in the background, you can't hear what the hell they're saying, 
And they're like, yeah, we want a number one. I'm like, that's not a pizza. That's a number. <laughs> so finally, you work out what the hell they're trying to order. Someone else will call up and they'll be like, I want a margarita, but I'll have bacon, cheese and pineapple. I'm like, you mean a Hawaiian. <laughs> no, I don't mean a Hawaiian. Ham, cheese and pineapple on my margarita. <laughs> People who order pizza are crazy. I may also have not been the best employee, though. <laughs> on occasion, I may have attempted to clean the uh, clean the place and completely scrubbing down their whole uh, cabinets with a scowling brush, causing the boss to hate a me. scowling brush? Well, some kind of steel wool, perhaps. A scowling brush? It was, it was very uh, scowlful. What are you looking at, boy? <laughs> Clean. And uh, then, yeah, proceeded to get blamed for many other misdeeds, despite them not being my fault from there on. So <laughs> out of five stars, I assume that's the rating system we're going for, or maybe five pizzas. I will give this zero pizzas. <laughs> Two minutes and four seconds. Um, wow. <laughs> scowling brush. Did it look at you like, that's not very yeah. good clean. You missed a it spot. It looked like... Um, at chalkboard from Sterling <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> All right, here we Squiggle. go. And Vicky is standing up <laughs> on her soapbox, ready to go for this yeah, little. It's <laughs> getting serious. So today we're reviewing uh, student jobs for all of the people out there who have had a cushy life but want to pretend that they want to fit in with the crowds who have had to work all these crappy jobs while you're a student. Yeah, Vicky's. Uh, Taking a job as a scowling brush. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when I was about 13, I was a high school student. I was working in a kennel. Mm-hmm. As some kind of slave to your master, perhaps? <laughs> Not inside a kennel. Oh, okay. Like a kennel in Cattery. But you still wore the uh, collar just for kids. I thought that was just called a school. Yes, that too. <laughs> when I was not at the Kennel and Cattery, I was also at the Kennel and Cattery. Um, so what my job involved taking care of about four, 200 cats and about 50 dogs. Oh, is that all? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was practically a menagerie. It was yeah. a menagerie at 500. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we go. My two-minute review... Um, of working in a kennel and cattery at the age of 13. <laughs> You'd have to make the sounds of the animals. No, I'm just um, preparing my lips. Yeah, by getting in character. That's right. I'm trying to... Uh, if I make the sound effects, I can remember what it was like. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like sort of like... Uh, flashbacks of panic now. Yeah, like if you've got PTSD and you like hear the chopper yeah. blades or something. Uh, I was just doing a bit of that. Are you All ready? Right. Uh, three, two... One. One fine day with a wolf and a purr, Vicky came along and caused a little stir. Cat dog, cat dog, cat dog job. 5am, 200 cats, Dave off lingering crazy cat fears with endless tuna smell and hours of cutting up whiskers, endless fishiness of Spotty's diet. I'm one of the few survivors that live to tell the tale of what it's like to try and worm a cat that doesn't want to eat it wormed. I wonder if it'd be easier just to feed a cat to a worm. 200 litter trays further cementing that if you are to be single, the only way to go is certainly robot vacuum cleaners and boyfriend pillows for company. Then at least if another crazy woman's cat gets into your house, you'll never have to clean up this much hair again. <laughs> Don't forget that the cats quite obviously read inexplicably need you to wash their dishes for them when they're done eating because cats will notice if their dishes aren't clean the next day. Don't forget the dogs. I honestly saw a poo on a wall higher than my head. The mind bottles. Has dogs been stacking themselves to poo? No time to think. Wash them, feed them, walk them. Why is the button to open all the kennels so easy to accidentally press? Massive dog mess. Put the dogs back in the kennel. Dogs make massive dog messes. Massive dog messes higher on the wall, higher than my head. Consider letting the dogs out. No, if they can make messes higher than your head on the wall, imagine what they do with the whole world to play with. Fireman hose all the poo into gutters. On the outside, you're a tween pointing a stream of water at a poop. On the inside, you're red versus blue first person pooper shooting your way to glory. 
So many dogs, big ones, small ones, some as big as your head, and all need to be bathed in groomed. Internal wrinkliness of the fishy hands. Finish up with an awkward break with silent co-workers in the coffee room. Try not to look anywhere but the wall, but have the silence only broken about discussion about things like ear candling, ear candling. Then walk back to my house because I'm 13 and I live in the suburbs. Greet own jealous dog and thank your well training that his poops don't grify gra- gravity. Good dog. All good. Good dog. Grify gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Minute and a half. Woo! Well I, don't know if that, I don't know if that works. Is it supposed to be closer to two minutes? Oh, I thought it was without going over. It's like the, it's the price, price is right. right. <laughs> I see. I was unfamiliar with the rules of this game before we started. You're like the little mountain herder on the mountain. You just like reach 130 and then... Yeah, the And then guy. you just yeah. tip right <laughs> over. Wait, did you have to ear, ear candle animals? No, it was just that my co-workers were either silent or talking about things that I really didn't care about. Oh, okay. I thought it was like... All right, line up, puppy. <laughs> We've got some work to do. We're going to yeah, reduce the amount of wax in your ears by ear candling. Hold still. No, the best part was you got this, like, fireman's hose, like a high-pressure hose that you use to just hose poop into a big trough. Not just the animals. <laughs> no, not the, no, you had to, like, miss the animals. It was really, actually quite hard. It was like a computer game. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> so like... So you couldn't hit the dog with a high-pressure hose because the do- dogs were still in the kennel yeah. when you are doing it. So you just have to, like, sort of point this really high-pressure hose at poops on the ground but miss the animals. <laughs> yeah, oh I, do, my gosh. I do think that would make an awesome arcade game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an anti-shooting gallery. Hit nothing but the targets. If yeah. you're listening, yeah. popcap.com. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it's only going backwards. Get cereal with Ben, Vicky and Mason. No, that was really bad. You should have let me say the artist's name because now it sounds like that was my segue into us. <laughs> well, I am doing my my two minute rant now That's about true. working in a supermarket, so it actually is. It seems appropriate. <laughs> yep. Um. So I'm over prepared. You're over prepared. Over prepared. All right. I have like four lines ready to go right now. <laughs> See, so. this is we're running the gamut of preparation on this segment. Vicky had written out a script. I kind of did it off my top of the head, and you've got something in between. I've got a partial. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, all right, throw okay, myself in three, two, one. On the back of working as a butcher cleaning hand, having to wallow through pig fat for the rest of, um, for every, end of every school afternoon, I wasn't expecting to do the exact same thing at a supermarket. Going into the deli every day, slicing up ham. No, not one millimetre, thank you. I want it half a millimetre thin, thank you. Okay, done. Oh, no, not good enough. Do it again. Oh, no, not good enough. Do it again. Then you have to throw all this stuff out, don't you? And then you have to wallow in the chicken fat as well when you get rid of all of the things. And then the parents aren't happy because it's too hot or it's too cold. And then uh, you have to go up to the front, work at the checkout for a little while. Oh, where's the bread? Number one, R1. <laughs> where, where in R1? Where the bread section is. Where's the bread section? R1. Where can you find the bread in R1? Goes on for 20 minutes time. Lots of old people around Pasco Vale. We can't get away from them. <laughs> And then if you want to get away from it all and just put in your headphones and work on the, on the stacking shelves, you have cans and cans upon can openers uh, falling on my head. <laughs> I had cans, tuna cans fall on my head, which toppled a whole stack of uh, can openers, surprisingly enough, fell onto my head. <laughs> it was a cartoon that just went plonk, 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 straight onto my head. That was not the best time. This went for six years. <laughs> this wasn't just a part-time job over the like a VCE. This went for six years, three different departments. I can't tell you the amount of times that the homeless person came in and just peed on the floor and I had to follow her with a mop and bucket up and down the aisles. And then we got a, good, we got a can of Glen 20. We had to flow around one day. I'm glad I've left and I prefer to be unemployed. So that's where I am now. <laughs> Fair enough. There Very we well go. Then. I think that was about a minute and a half. I enjoy the exactitude that deli people show. 
of the millimeters. Of they seem to be no. It's usually weight, isn't it? Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Because I'm usually pretty impressed. But they show they show it to the people like, is this thick enough? And they're like, no, do it again. And so you just went through 600 grams or whatever. They're like, no, it's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, who, who are these people that are complaining about half a millimetre off in terms of thickness? <laughs> Maybe they only have a certain amount of jaw width. Oh, uh, I okay. can't open it that extra centimetre. It's all <laughs> housewives with no power. They're it's just like, no, I need to tell the staff what to do. <laughs> See, I enjoy my exactitude moment is when I go into the, poli- into the police station. No. Happens frequently. I'm very vague there. <laughs> um, when I go into the petrol station and I clock up this random number on the petrol station and then I give them and they're like, oh, it's going to be 57.25. And I'm like, oh, here's my um, discount docket. That'll be exactly $50. And I'm like, that's right. I worked it out at the pump and then Rockford's only to be with you plays in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I did like uh, during Mason's story, his impression of potentially an old person, but it made it sound like he uh, was doing the supermarket work in the Irish potato family. Yeah, he did. Like, oh, <laughs> the the <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any bread. We're in a famine. <laughs> and the fact that you, uh, you said when a homeless person pees on the floor and then referred to it as she is like, there's a token homeless person. <laughs> we know who you are. Yep. <laughs> Cheryl, like if you're listening. Yeah, you know. shout out to Cheryl, the peeing homeless girl. Homelessness is on the decline amongst males. <laughs> It's 7.30 and this is Vicky replacing Aliana with your Sin News headlines. It's currently 10 degrees in Melbourne and over in Hollywood, the stars have gathered tonight to celebrate the Golden Globes. Did you watch any of the Golden Globes? I did not, Ben. Neither did I. <laughs> so, Luckily, well, let's have a chat about something that two-thirds of us didn't pay attention to. <laughs> I, can, I can review it out of uh, five stars like my uh, job review. Yeah, you. okay. Mm, it was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I was fair. impressed. Yeah, the, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were hosting, which, uh, you know, from 30 Rock and Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. And they uh, did a, a pretty impressive monologue, similar to uh, Ricky Gervais has hosted for the last three years. And they were kind of channeling the same vein as him where he roasted everyone at the start mm. of the show. Mm. Um, they had probably the line of the evening was uh, Amy Poehler during her, her uh, monologue was talking about Catherine Bigelow, who directed Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that she hasn't followed the controversy surrounding Zero Dark Thirty, but if anyone knows torture, it's the woman who spent three years married to James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> that got sure. like a big... But it would have come with an amazing soundtrack. Well, it was it was, <laughs> it was one of the things where I never really heard... <laughs> when you go deep sea, darling, again, no, goddammit, no. <laughs> I've never really heard James Cameron as one of those people that's hard to deal with, but by the reaction of everyone in the room, it really seemed like, like it hit close to home. Ah, he is a jerk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it kind of like it like shocked like everyone. And I think even Tina Fey was like, "Wow, I didn't realize that that was gonna be the life <laughs> of the night." James Cameron really is a, annoyed a lot of people. Apparently. <laughs> See, I don't really like award shows. Why not? Number one, I find them a bit boring. But number two, it's just a collection of people who are better than me getting together, looking good and congratulating themselves about how good they are. Well, this one, it was the foreign, the Hollywood foreign press congratulating people. So That's true. It was slightly uh, different in terms of congratulations. But the Golden Globes is always a weird one because it's like you've got movies and TV combined. In one oh, really? Award, so, yeah, so it's not just the Emmys where you've got We are actually talking TV. about something that I have no idea about. It's cool. And the Oscars, which are just movies. Yeah. You've got both of them for some reason. <laughs> and so because of that, they have to combine all the categories. So it's you got best 
comedy and musical. Funniest thing that was ever been on a screen. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and you've got all these comedy actors going up people... against Hugh Jackman and stuff from Lame Is just because it's one category all of a sudden. Do you reckon that people who made the artist have been pushing for like best silent film? Uh, uh, it's well, a category. <laughs> <laughs> it got The artist did pretty well anyway. <laughs> I don't think really they really needed it, but there's some of those... Uh, yeah, lesser known features that probably would like a category like, like that. Best sock puppet human combination film. Yeah, <laughs> we should uh, we should make one and uh, we should. push for that category. But uh, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is pretty good as well. She won for uh, best actress for Silver Linings Playbook. Um, oh, I really want to see that. Yeah, it's coming out here soon. Yeah. And uh, when she went up to get her award, she uh, looked at it like she was reading it. It's like, what does it say? Oh, uh, I beat Mel Streep. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was telling me about Silver Linings Playbook, actually, and um, I was only half listening because it's my brother. And I thought he said, hey, Vicky, would you be interested in going to see Steven, Steven Silvani's Playbook? <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. Former Carlton football player. That's right, yes, former Carlton football player Stephen Silvani. I was like, I'm good. I don't really need to know about the tactics of Carlton in the 80s. Yeah, I hear it's a riveting two hours, but... I heard so. they did a hustle. <laughs> I feel like Underbelly pretty much covered their tactics in the 80s. Boom, Tish, go to a song. <laughs> <laughs> Naive bravado. <laughs> Can you get cereal? Yeah. Yeah, check it. Now if I were you, huh, wouldn't be listening to me I'll trust about as far as the eyes can see And that there was a taste of the fire evacuation siren going off <laughs> here on Get Cereal A nice way to celebrate our last day in this studio with a temporarily panic of we might die. <laughs> I feel like all of our listeners can now rest assured that the fire alarm does work in the Sin Studios. So those of you that were driving around with that knot of fear in your stomach that perhaps the fire alarm here has gone untested and may not go off in the case of a rear fire, rest your heads. Yeah, you don't need to try and burn down the building just to test the system. We've already attempted that. That's worry. right. We just flicked a switch and did it instead of, yeah. you know, setting a fire. I well, guess that's the... We get to play with the shiny new things tomorrow and so we can maybe possibly burn the old stuff. Can't say yes, can't say no. <laughs> Either way, it could be, could be <laughs> Tune in for a possible burning. Oh, okay. Tune in for a horrible waste. Beware of smoke <laughs> signals from RMIT. Oh, uh, yeah, we have, to, uh, we have to see, you know, what they uh, smell like, apparently, according to last week's uh, last episode of the show. Yeah. So I hear that Ben has got something to tell us about two of his favourite topics, forcing people to do things and cheap women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sums it up pretty nicely. I was uh, reading the New York Times, as I occasionally do to feel uh, self-important. <laughs> Just self-important, not generally important. Maybe uh, to try and talk myself up to other people as well. Oh, I see. So it is generally important. I feel like feeling self-important is not that hard. Well, that's his like... ego talking, the id and the super ego is just like left on the wayside. Right. I'm a very complicated man. <laughs> you're silencing the inner Ben that's saying you're not important. Yes. So they had a Don't good... succumb to him, Ben. You're a good man. I'll try not to. They, they had an article about what it's like to hire Lindsay Lohan on your movie. Oh, and what is it like? Uh, apparently difficult <laughs> but she doesn't come expensively which is the plus side they they went into her it was like a behind the scenes on a new film it's called the canyons yes and it was a kickstarter campaign that is the way they raised funding for this thing mm -hmm. and there's lots of big name talent behind the scenes on this where uh you've got like brett easton ellis wrote it who wrote things like rules of attraction and like people like that that American have Psycho. yeah that have since not had the success that they may have had a decade ago. 
So <laughs> they, we all relate to that. They were able to raise a lot of funding from the public, but maybe... <laughs> I was such a successful 14-year-old. I know. <laughs> the thousands were great for me. My lemonade stand. Jeez. Yeah, Mason was I was, was killing legal studies. <laughs> <laughs> shareholder with Branson at that stage. What's today? Wow. What's today? What's this year? 2012? 13. 13. So 2003, mm. year 10. Oh, those were the days. You were raking it in. I know. I didn't even have to decide what to wear every day. I was like... It's going to be the school dress. Glad it is. <laughs> so basically the way that they got funding was this, yeah, they, Hollywood wouldn't give them money, but regular internet kids would be willing to kick in a few bucks. So they got about $150,000 mm. for the total production. Ooh. And out of that... For a feature length. Yeah. Wow, cheap. And out of that, Lindsay Lohan was getting $100 a day and they only needed her for three weeks. Wow. So that's about $2,100 for... For her fee. On top of that, she was getting a percentage of the back end, like in terms of if this movie makes money. See, I feel sympathetic because it is crowdfunding where you ask people to give donations to kind of get a bit of money. But what I've heard with Lizzie Lohan recently is that you can hire for bar mitzvahs. But <laughs> <laughs> you should does like a singer. Is it song just and dance bar routine. mitzvahs? Like she's somehow sympathetic to the Jewish yeah. coming of age ceremony? Like, actually, I'm really busy and important. But it means a lot to me when a Jewish boy becomes a Jewish man. <laughs> it's I'm not, a little bit fuzzy on the details, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm not up for birthdays, but bar mitzvahs lock me in. That's right. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. If she's willing to do bar mitzvahs, she's willing to do these low-budget projects because even if this this movie's not going to make a whole bunch of money, mm. so that $2,100 is pretty much her fee for this thing. So what else? And that's three weeks worth. Yeah. So I'm figuring like we don't have the Brett Easton Ellis's on board, but surely if all of us pitch in 700 bucks each, that's enough for like she'd be willing to do a day's work for us. So surely. what we're asking everyone, text in 0427767767, what would you hire Lindsay Lohan for? Yeah. And feel free to, uh, we'll, if, if everyone's on board, let's start a kickstart, start a campaign to bring Lindsay Lohan in. Get cereal. Get Serial with Ben Mason and Vicky. And we've been discussing what we could hire Lindsay Lohan to do for $2,100. <laughs> well, I was suggesting to um, support herself is that um, she can go to Broadway, find herself for her own stoop, and just do a one-woman production of Annie. <laughs> you think the uh, the red hair is all that qualifies you to be, uh, to be the orphan Annie? Pretty much. <laughs> We've got some. no more comment. See, I've done so. There's so many things in my life that I've wanted to like try out, but I just never sort of get the time. Like just minor things, mm. like when you drink juice up a straw and then drink it back down. Does it go back down the straw, or does it go into the juice? We mean drink it back down, like, like you, when you suck it up the straw yeah. and then you quit sucking. Yeah, does it go? Out of your mouth into the thing, or will it go back down the straw? It goes back down the straw. Does it? Lindsay Lohan can help me find what, out. What, you did not have time to experiment with <laughs> I'm a busy woman. As if you're spitting down a straw. <laughs> Why a do practical you need- hypothetical like, scientist assistant. Yeah, pretty much. Like, not even scientists. Did assistant. you see a movie where you saw Lindsay Lohan, like, with glasses or something? Like, she seems like <laughs> the kind of person that could help investigate straw no, science. No, just all those things that I don't have time to do. I'll be like, is it quicker to press the button on the elevator for your floor several times? Does it not make a difference? Or is it quicker to press it once and wait? Lindsay can go and find out while I'm doing other things. Okay, so you just want her to report back. You don't even want to, like, be around while No, I don't doing need to see stuff. it. Just let me know. Okay. Yeah. We got some uh, texts coming in of suggestions. One is that we could hire her to be the, our girlfriend and then we can break up with her in front of friends and strangers to, uh, I guess, just to, to impress people. Like, wow, he's breaking up with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame the guy. Yeesh. Or um, to chauffeur us around for the day and act like we're the celebrity. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. I like, <laughs> I like the idea of just 
getting her to do menial chores, similar to Vicky's suggestion, but <laughs> yeah. like she can paint my fence while I like sleep on the hammock or something. <laughs> Who are you? Are you that guy from like Huck Tom? Finn? Yes. I was like, are you Tom Sawyer? <laughs> <laughs> Wash the fence, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. If we just put a video camera on her, she'll feel like it's uh, important enough to do oh, a TV a re- show. Yeah. yeah, it's a remake of Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, a female Huck Finn. That's, uh, <laughs> that's edgy. <laughs> and you've just tuned in for the spider chat section of Get Serial. Well, I was going to make that the entire show, <laughs> but Vicky objected. Get spiders. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I had, I had quite the uh, shock when I got up this morning, jumped in the shower and right above my head, two massive spiders. Ah, oh, that is quite the shock. That happened to me last night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Do you two live together? Are you just secretly <laughs> yeah, dating and you don't want to admit it to each other? Yeah. Uh, no, coincidentally, that was not the same spider, but were the spiders in your shower getting it on? No, they weren't. Well... That's, I didn't know spiders got it on. Apparently they do. Really? And it's extremely... Are you sure that's what they do you were doing? they're flowers and they just like wave the wind to yes. run past to pollinate? Basically, yes. I just thought spiders like duplicated like Borg or something. <laughs> I wish. That would have been slightly less disturbing. I thought they just went into my spider. Into my spider. That's right. <laughs> I have an even bigger spider, which they go inside and multiply. And um, so, yes. Into my bathroom and just started. It's reverse births. actually go into the spider and then somehow they're reborn. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's when spiders want to relive their youth. <laughs> I want to have a second birth. Yeah. No. So... It, I don't know if you've ever seen spiders getting I, on. Obviously not. But uh, I can say I have now. I don't really want to see it again. Yeah, no, don't rate it. Especially not at like pre 5 a.m. You're not going to say let's do it like they do on the Spider Channel? Well, if there was a whole <laughs> channel dedicated to that, then that might be appropriate. <laughs> but would it just look like a one? Would, like you wouldn't be able to see things going on, would you? It, it was kind of. Like it kind of looked other? like extreme wanna, spider kissing or something. I don't want to make this dirty, <laughs> but do spiders have boy bits? I don't know. Maybe they just inject well, yeah. themselves or something. Like, do they? How do they? How do you think everything reproduces with the, the bits? Not necessarily. Not everything has bits. Sharks don't have bits. I mean, they have bits, like shark bits. Text but in. <laughs> what they do is they release their boy bit juice on the egg that's already outside <laughs> the person. That was definitely not going on. <laughs> well, I really hope so. I was in the shower. Who knows what was like showering down <laughs> upon me? Uh, but like normally, I'd I be can't in that. Why they picked? The shower. It's almost like they're human. Yeah, that's that's what freaked me out. I didn't want to like watch them for being like I was interrupting this moment or something. <laughs> like normally you see these spiders, like it's not like a regular occurrence. There's a really tiny radio playing like Magic Man or something. It was very yes. Yeah, they were saying like I wish we had a jacuzzi. Yeah, they they had the slow jams going on. Try to understand, Mama. <laughs> because He's a Magic like, Man. I, I feel like every so often you might see a single spider in the shower. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'll get As my in singular or it's no, it's single. on the prowl. For yeah, I was gonna. Say it's not in a relationship. Hot, hot spider women. <laughs> and uh, I'd hit it with my washcloth. Oh. No, I wouldn't hit on it. <laughs> hit on it. Hey, you, you said doing, you see baby? a single hey, spider, spider baby. in the shower and you hit that. Ever been with a four-legged guy? <laughs> <laughs> that would, I would be like an amputee to them. I don't yeah. know if I would be uh, their type. <laughs> but uh, I might like hit it with my washcloth. Like f- get it to go down the shower drain. Yeah. <laughs> but like here, I was like... That's too freaky. <laughs> like, 
the, there's always the danger <laughs> when you're hitting a spider off the roof or something where they'll, they'll fall land on you. On you. Yeah. And especially like I've done that before and then it disappears. Yeah. It's that's like worse. that's not a good scenario. I don't want to be naked <laughs> and have mysterious spiders somewhere in my vicinity. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll leave you guys to it. And hopefully that will uh, they'll not interrupt me and have millions of spider babies on my head by the time I get out of this. Do you reckon shower. the spiders are like, ugh, what a perv? I, I felt like a perv. <laughs> More spider chat after this. Get cereal. Alice by Dick Diver there, and it turns out that spiders have dicks. You're on Get Cereal with Ben, Vicky, and Mason. Well, I, <laughs> I we Wikipedia'd this during the song break. That's why we had to go on a double song break, because I actually have a severe spider phobia. And it turns out Wikipedia is a visual medium. <laughs> and I did a bit of there on me, there on me, and uh, started taking clothes off. <laughs> and then no one paid attention. <laughs> so it's, it's, it seems like for all those curious folks out there wondering how spiders reproduce, they inject their spider semen or whatever you want to call it <laughs> into like their Spinner? mandibles. And then... The the term that Wikipedia used was they meander around <laughs> looking for a mate, which seems very casual to me. They're not as desperate as humans. What are you doing, son? Just going for a stroll. Yeah. Oh, look, a lady spider. Just because well, you're desperate, Ben, doesn't mean every species is out there furiously marching around searching for a mate. If I had spider juice on my mandibles, <laughs> I would not be meandering. <laughs> How would you be moving? How does one move? Frantically. Driving. <laughs> trying be to be driving. Yeah, I'd be driving towards a mate as quickly as possible. I'm like, get this stuff off of me. This is gross. Why do I have to reproduce this way? Hopefully spiders are less self-aware so than So if me. humans reproduce that you put your juice on your mandibles, you would be searching frantically for someone to I take that off your I would never be having a baby. <laughs> I'm really petrified of like snails and slugs. Yeah. yeah. And one time in bio we had to watch the reproduction cycles of different animals and we had it. to do it so they're both they're hermaphrodites so they've got male and female bits but they wrestle each other to be the, the dominant, the, the ones, dominant ones so they try and rip off the male genitals by biting it off Ooh. and if they see you're afraid of them and you know why they're like they're slow they actually shoot barbs to paralyze each other as well wow so they shoot a barb then they wrestle each other to try and rip each other's crotches off i wonder if i'm half slow <laughs> <laughs> Which Ooh. half are you shooting barbs on? <laughs> Just really yeah, got a big collection of junk. People keep trying to bite my mandibles off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. I've got like that. Do you get that sensation when you see slugs that you get all hot and all cold? Because they're so aroused? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> It's like when you step into My the shower and it just like tingling. <laughs> and like it just falls down all over you and you're like, oh, and then you get paralyzed. See, my brother yeah. and I were talking about our different phobias and his phobia is emus, right? Really? And he, was, I was trying to argue that spider is surely the far more threatening animal of the emu spider battle. Because, you know. That age old battle. <laughs> <laughs> no one climbs into bed and thinks, if I go to sleep, an emu might come on my face. I... That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. And That's on that note, we're going to in one place, play our drums here. C-O-M-E. C-O-M-E. What I was trying to say... I don't think this needs clarification. <laughs> I was trying to say, no one... Sorry we had to go to a song because the three of us lost it. Because No, not even the three of us, because two of it lost us. I was fine. I just thought it would be funny to leave it hang. School children. Because I'm plagued by two schoolboys who can't (laughs) stop themselves from laughing. I was trying to say that you don't wake up in the morning and think, oh, crap, I hope when I go to the shower an emu won't be there. 
I can't say I've thought of that, no. Exactly. Therefore, spiders are scarier than, than emus. emus. That's right. That was that was the simple <laughs> message that you were trying to trying to convolutedly right. get across. But we've had um, RM Williams text us in, famous fashion designer. We can only assume and, and spider enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> what's the word that? What's the thing for enthusiast? Like, what's the word for it? Kino. <laughs> no, but okay, spider kino. You know, like spider. No, I'll think of it later. In addition to eight legs, they spider have expert or something. No aficionado. Nah. I'll think of it later. Okay. In addition to eight legs, they have two small limbs near their heads called pedipulps. The male deposits sperm on one, not on their mandibles, then inseminates the female like human artificial insemination. Wikipedia was, they did mention pedipulps and it yeah. seemed they were close enough to mandibles that I assume more people would know what Spider a mandible fancier. was. Spider That's what I was oh, looking for. Okay. Spider fancier, Aaron Williams fixed sure. it in. Sure. We also get a couple of texts saying, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> One thing we did enjoy about the Wikipedia page is that it used the term revealed yeah, for these yeah. facts. It, it said in 1843, it was revealed that spiders spin a marital web, which it does give the impression there was a big a press spider conference. Cast conference. I'm sort of imagining the 60 Minutes Bulletin. Coming up at seven, <laughs> does Hugh Jackman have three nipples and spiders? First time ever revealing their marital secrets. All this and next on today tonight. <laughs> Our dodgy workman ruining your love life and making you fat. <laughs> News headlines after this. I was reading the newspaper this morning. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought about that. Yes. <laughs> Fan or? Well. I feel like it's not going to take It's a bit off. of a downer for the most part. <laughs> I wouldn't back it. <laughs> you wouldn't no. back the newspaper as a format? No, I don't I don't think it's going to take off. You don't think it's going to uh, last the ages? No. Okay. I feel the Do, serial I news... I think hmm? it can't compare against um, the scriptures. <laughs> you and scriptures. Jesus only, my friend. Ah, oh, damn. I keep getting that mixed up. You mix yourself up with Jesus? Uh, doesn't everybody? <laughs> I keep telling people I'm Jesus, just no one believes me. Ugh, I think we should stray away from that topic. Isn't that what was the Beatles' downfall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, they had somewhere to fall. Ah, that's the truth. That yeah. is the truth. You, the only way is up for your career, that's exactly. for sure. <laughs> um, so I was reading the newspaper this morning and I read that there was a police... I'm concerned for my sort of worldview. I read a police officer took a prostitute used a prostitute or what's the word uh, what's the verb that you do to a prostitute my producer's got no idea sexed sexed a prostitute no because sex actually means when a vet decides what gender the animal is oh uh, okay <laughs> he de-sexed a prostitute <laughs> um he he hired a hired prostitute. a prostitute and did the things that the prostitute does in the police station oh wow. and i was like why is this news what's wrong with that you you would think if and you then were, i sort of realized why if you were that hooker Entrapment? <laughs> like, at what point do you go, maybe this isn't such a good idea? Like, 100 St Kilda Road. <laughs> like, when you walk through that police station door, that's probably a sign that things aren't going to go according, well, going to go well for you. Maybe she thought they're all strippers. <laughs> it, was, it was a station full of hot cops. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. And it's our last day in the studios today. The new one's going to be open by 11am, which means... <laughs> Just we, in time for us not to be able to be on air in it. 
So anticipated you were going to say Justin Bieber is opening them. Oh, <laughs> really? I had not heard that rumour. Justin, Justin Really? Bieber. I just heard it then. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so I'll, apparently I'll it's going it around that Justin Bieber is opening the new studios. Good good to hear. <laughs> so it is time for us to say goodbye to these rusty old panels and say hello to new shiny things. Woo-hoo! And so we're getting a bit nostalgic in the studios thinking about it upon the times that we've had at Sin up Some to now. Some of our favourite memories. Mm. Well, this is like the the studio with the weird fluorescent lights that keep rotating, like we're at some kind of teen nightclub. Yeah, if you were in the studio, wow. Sorry, <laughs> I just We've got, got a bit of a fright. The producer turned the lights off for us to get into the mood. Yeah, and said now it's blue, and then it'll soon be green. They be blue change again. their light, coloured lights, but they change very slowly. It's like the world's slowest moving rave party. And we did not know <laughs> this upon our first show. And so all of a sudden it got very sexy. Yeah. I have really great memories of this studio. I remember our very first show that we did, uh, none of the headphones in here worked. So we were panelling blind. That's a pretty regular occurrence, yeah. Um, What else happened that day? Uh, The chairs or something didn't work. So we had to to, stand up and shout into the microphone also. And uh, we couldn't play any of our bumpers. Like we downloaded this uh, sound effect of an air horn because that just seems like (laughs) hilarious to us. <laughs> no, it was more like the beep, 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 like uh, a okay. DJ air horn kind of thing. I thought it was for every time our eyes burst out of our heads. And we tried to play, <laughs> we tried to play it, and it froze the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'd like never done any on air before, not nothing live, and we were just freaking out. The computer's shutting Told down. You. The lights are all freaking out. This place is the world's lamest rave party. You can't even get air horn. <laughs> But uh, yes, very good times indeed. Uh, the first thing I did about two years ago was meant to be a standalone program that we applied for an hour. <laughs> um, then they said it was two hours and then we rocked up on the day and it turned out it was three hours. So three hours about wow. talking nonsense. And for a good 50 minutes of it, we just talked about food. We ate that day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had just had a massive smorgasbord beforehand. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, we just had some sushi. But that was at about 11.55. And, and about 12.05, we ingredients. went to some sushi, sashimi. Yeah. Just even more sushi stuff. Yeah. Did but, I mention uh, I had sushi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I got this across. <laughs> Smorgies, an audio adventure <laughs> by Mason Smith. Uh, producer Steve has been here s- the longest out of us all, so he's joined us on mic too. weird because I'm the youngest out of us all. I'm only 19. Shh. <laughs> God help him. Yeah. Shush, It's sleep time. It's nap. It's nap time now. <laughs> None of that. Yeah, I am... I guess you could take executive producer Steve. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, no. I, I, thanks for having me on my own thanks production. For Thank me you. On. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I've had some good memories in the studio, and this is yeah. As we said before, that we've got brand new studios at Sin. In case you've been living under a rock for the last <laughs> uh, half a year, I guess. But yeah, brand new studios, brand new panels. They're all shiny, they're all new, and we're about to move into them at 11 o'clock today. Not into the panels. We're not, like, <laughs> not going to live in there. But this yeah. is all due to me dressing up as a priest and being featured in the MX. Page two spread. Yes, you were famous for a day, Mason. Yeah. I mean, um, you're famous now, but... <laughs> yeah, so we did, a, yeah, we did a photo shoot to um, promote our sin, of course. Yes. <laughs> Angels and demons. And, uh, yeah, I had the two girls on either side of me and me doing the creepy priest thing, holding up a crucifix, um, which was made out of cardboard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we really needed the money. Stuff, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Anyway, we did raise enough money, and we did get panels and the brand new, and I can't wait to use them at 11 o'clock. But before that, we have to say goodbye to this... 
funny little rock thing. That was our executive it. producer, Steve, beating on our old panel. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a rock. Which has been here for but. 10 years um, and originally came from Magic. Magic Family? It's been around yeah. something along the lines. Something like that. You guys are going to be the last Get Serial crew to broadcast. I think we're the last crew at all. Yeah, this is really kind of a big thing. I'm not even registering how big it is in my head. But yeah, I don't know. I've had some good memories. You guys were saying memories before. I've had memories of do you guys remember when you had to stick a pen in the in the microphone holders we've got yes. microphones no. yeah you yeah to make them stay up everyone you had to stick a pen in the microphone holder because they don't stay up <laughs> things like that uh the dumb button doesn't work sometimes there's lights on the panel sometimes when you turn mics on there's a light that comes on sometimes the light doesn't work so you don't know if you've got the mic on you spend the entire segment pressing the button going <laughs> mics on mics on actually the mic uh the announcer's mic never lights up if you've turned it off or not yeah so it's, you yeah. never know if the announcer's just out. on air the entire time things like I that. actually haven't been broadcasting this in the past three hours. Just, <laughs> just being pretend. But yeah, there's little quirky things like that. I love this thing. The headphones don't work sometimes. The the, the seat don't have wheels. <laughs> I I'm gonna miss this studio. It's done us all no. so well. And I think that the uh, the panel is aware that it's coming up to its last day. Someone has carved farewell Earth into it. <laughs> it's so it, it is. It wasn't carved apart. in. The table decided to get a tattoo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like I'm not long for this world, friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh dear. All right. Anything else, Steve? Look, one last thing you can say to the panels before we go. I'm trying to go. think of something inspirational and just kind of like a sign-off. Should we do a funeral for the panel? <laughs> just come back. I wish we had like the funeral dirge dear, ready to go. What do you say? Dear beloved ones? What do you dear, say? Dear panel. Dear beloved. We're gathered here to remember. beloved. We are gathered here today to remember panel, panelly. Panel, panel one. <laughs> panel, panel one. Panel one. Panel, panel one. Panel Born in 1972 panel. to Magic FM out of a suite in Vienna. Shipped <laughs> off to Australia um, as a young panel. Yeah. Uh, this sounds like more like one of those trivia rappers than a eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually reading off a fantail right now. It sounds now. like it. Uh, okay. And it's got to be feeling a bit lonely after this, so I'm going to a track called Left Alone featuring Chet Faker. Get Farewell, cereal. Earth. The last quote from this panel. <laughs> Left Alone featuring Chef Faker by Flume and it's time for us to say goodbye for another day here on Get Serial. You've been listening to J- Jason? Jason, yes. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> the RACV guy. Brother, stop following me. <laughs> embarrassing. You've been listening to Vicky, Ben and Mason on Get Serial this morning um, and we're just going to have a quick chat. What did we learn today? Spiders breed like borgs. <laughs> I learned that Ben likes stalking spiders for, what was it? Hardcore kissing. Hardcore kissing. He also <laughs> is on the prowl for single spiders <laughs> and he's not sure if they like him because they consider him an um, amputee. We re- reiterated the fact that Lindsay Lohan is easy. I learned that Lindsay Lohan <laughs> is available to help me with my life experiments. I want to hire her for bar mitzvahs <laughs> as well. Uh, student rants, good times. Yeah, we all learned what it's like to work in a supermarket, a pizza shop or a kennel and cattery. We learned that uh, housewives who don't have much on in their life like to... Uh, take control over Masons. We've given the idea to the internet that you should make a first-person shooter that uh, involves avoiding shooting dogs with water and shooting poop instead. (laughs) I I missed that part. (laughs) That was really exciting. And uh, that I'm obsessed with Ben and Vicky and that's why I'm on the radio show. And we learned that Chris Martin is moonlighting as a a designer for Ikea. (laughs) And we all learned that the Spanish word for head is Corazon at 5 o'clock this morning. (laughs) That get cereal was a great idea for uh, everyone. More of this same time tomorrow from 6 a.m. You're listening to Get Cereal. Stay tuned for the news.
9 o'clock news and this is Vicky Smith replacing Aliana for your Sin News update. Uh, the lives of sheriff officers could be endangered by outdated portable radios that are often not working in dangerous situations. Concerns about the reliability of the radio systems were first raised in November 2011 with the Department of Justice. It appears that the radio systems fail to accurately locate a sheriff when he is needed and were often unable to send duress calls. There are other faults that include their limitation to function, function properly unless they are nearby to a car. On to sports now. Leighton Hewitt's hopes of a big comeback at his 17th Australian Open were given a short rift as he was outslugged by the Serb on the opening evening. Despite playing, displaying many of his trademark moves, Hewitt was still unable to overcome his opponent, failing in straight sex sets, 7-6, 7-5 and 6-3 in just over three hours. Their limitation to fuck failing in straight sex, straight sex, insane ramblings.